You're listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa de Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Have you ever tried to practice meditation, but have no idea if it's working or even if you're doing it right? Wouldn't it be awesome if there was something to let you know when you're in the zone to let you know to do more of that? Well, there is something that does exactly that. It's called Muse. Muse is a brain sensing headband that helps you find more calm, sharper focus, and better sleep. It does this by measuring your brain waves and lets you know exactly when you're in a meditative state. It's an awesome tool for kids and for adults alike. You can get 15% off any Muse product by clicking the link in the show notes below. Check them out at choosemuse.com. And again, don't forget to use that link for 15% discount at checkout. Hi, and welcome back. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So the day that this podcast is being released in the United States, we are celebrating Father's Day. So first and foremost, happy Father's Day to all of those who take the role, whether you be a biological father or not. So I say that the Free to Be Mindful podcast is for parents, caregivers, and educators, and anyone who works with kids. And this one in specific is for those who identify as a father or are in a father role or a caregiver role. So if you have anyone who you feel would benefit from this podcast, be sure that you share it with them, whether it be sharing the link on my website or whether it be subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or your favorite listening platform so that others can find and see that it may be a good fit for them. So on the topic of fatherhood, now there may be some families, some listeners who have grown up without a father figure in mind. And I just want to acknowledge that and also state that sometimes it's not our biological fathers that take that role, but perhaps other folks in our lives who may take on that father figure or just a general caregiver role. So this is meant for anyone really. But sometimes there is or seems to be a gender difference when we're talking about moms and dads. And something that really stands out to me is moms seem to take care of their kids. But sometimes when folks talk about dads, they say, oh, you're babysitting your kids. <laughs> and that always stands out to me because if they're your kids, you're taking care of them as the role of a caregiver, not necessarily a babysitter where you have to return them back to the parent because 
you yourself are the parent. So that's something that really sticks out to me when discussing the role of fatherhood. It seems that with the gender difference of moms and dads, sometimes it seems that many have different expectations of what moms do and of what dads do. And it's really important for our kids who are more and more becoming not only more self-aware, but more socially aware that we can be different from the other caregiver. However, it's just as important for both caregivers, regardless of gender that they identify with, for both to show as much love and care as possible. It's super important for our kids to realize that both parents love them, regardless of what gender they identify with. So as caregivers, we know our kids do not come with a manual. We've spoken about that before. And even if they did, it really wouldn't work for all because our kids' personalities are different and our personalities are different. But there are some things that we should really keep in mind. The first for everyone is cherish the time that you have with your kids. My son is still very young, but I have already noticed that it seems like in the blink of an eye, he has grown so very much. So really take advantage of the time when they're young, because before you know it, they'll be driving and driving you crazy in other ways. Also, especially if you identify as a father or as a father figure, it can really help your family if you don't look at things as mom duties and dad duties, but instead have shared responsibilities. Now, maybe there are responsibilities that mom prefers to do, and maybe there are shared responsibilities that dad prefers to do or prefers not to do. But having that mindset of shared responsibility helps break the stigma that some gender roles have and helps our kids know that they are expected to just pitch in in family life. Another great tip for dads to keep in mind is that kids like making decisions and it's okay for them to make decisions. Sometimes they just benefit of having to make a decision between two choices and not a decision between a bazillion choices. So for example, you can present your child. Do you want to wear the long sleeve or do you want to wear the short sleeve shirt? Or for an older child, do you want to drive in the morning or do you want to drive in the afternoon? You can't drive the car at both times. Giving your child limited choices truly does help them make decisions faster. Another tip great for any caregiver is to read to your child as often as possible. And it helps when that role isn't taken on by the same parent all the time, but even by different family members within the house, even by older brothers or sisters, if they're around. Reading really does go a long way with a child's academic ability. So read every single day. Also, and this one is specifically for those who identify with the male gender or with taking on the role as a father figure, a little patience goes a long way. And sometimes when we lose our patience, we can react in a very intense way. And when your voice is deeper and when you perhaps have a bigger frame, that intensity or that reaction 
can hold much more weight than perhaps that of someone whose voice is not as deep or someone who holds a smaller frame or someone who identifies with sometimes being the mother figure. So when you are to kind of lose your cool, really try to remember to take a deep breath before having a booming type of reaction as that can truly impact our kids' self-esteem. It can impact the relationship that you may have with your child And it also impacts the way that they react to others and they will follow after your lead and can eventually express the same reactions that they are used to receiving from you. Another tip, especially if you are in a household with a partner or a spouse or somebody who's helping you raise your kids is to balance out the good cop and bad cop type of roles. So when kids always see that one parent is always a good cop and the other parent is always a bad cop, they learn that at an extremely young age. And they also learn how to finagle and manage parents and know who to ask for what. So balancing those roles really helps your kids understand that both parents or caregivers are decision makers and that you perhaps don't make decisions without the other. So when I was growing up, sometimes I would try to ask my dad specifically because my mom was much more authoritative than my dad. And my dad always had the perfect answer. He would say, I don't know, go ask your mom. (laughs) That way, there was never a confusion of you said yes, and I said no, and now we have an issue because our kid chose to go with whatever choice favored them in this situation. So being on the same team is so very important. Now, as parents, we know that just because we're grownups doesn't mean that we don't like to have fun. So we like to engage in playing and in dancing and in video games, but it's really important for us to model the type of behavior that we want to see in our kids. And what I mean by that is if we engage in video games until endless hours into the night and our kids see that, then they will say, well, they can do it. Why can't I? And that goes for anything. If your child sees you engaging in a certain type of behavior, they will say, well, if you do it, then I can definitely do it as well. So it's really important to model good behavior, whether it's the choice of language that you choose to express yourself with or how you respond to others or the self-care activities that you engage in or the recreational things that you engage in. Our kids are sponges and they're always looking and they're always learning. And the last tip especially for those of you who live in a household with a partner or spouse, it's so very important to treat that other partner or spouse with respect, especially in front of your kids. And the way that we show up in our relationships really serve as a model for our kids and the way that they will show up in their future friendships, platonic relationships, and romantic relationships. In my work as a therapist, I work with a lot of families who are transitioning from going to a two-parent household to a one-parent household. And that is a big transition for kids. And that is why it's super important to provide our kids with as much stability as possible. If disagreeing with your partner, 
being sure not to do that in front of your child, to have intense conversations out of earshot, or more specifically, when your child is not present within your home. And to remember that in some way or another, you are in it together, whether you are together or not, for the benefit of your child. So during those difficult transitions, understanding that it can be hard and knowing that if your child needs additional assistance, that's exactly why there are therapists who specialize in working with children and helping them out through this difficult time. I want to take this moment and wish all of the dads and father figures out there a very happy Father's Day, especially to my dad and to my husband, who is an amazing father to our son. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, I'd like for you to take a moment to reflect on the type of parent or caregiver that you had when you were growing up. What were the things that you liked? What were the things that you disliked? What were the activities that you enjoyed doing? Think of the type of caregiver or parent that you are today. How would your child describe you? What are the activities that they enjoy doing? And take a moment to reflect on how you can do more of those to bring joy into your child's life, but also bring joy into your life as well. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free to Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V. De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.